If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K Friend Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friend Zone. She the reason that you hesitated coming back? I wouldn't give her that much credit. Really? Absolutely. How do you feel about her now? I don't have a feel. What do you mean? Just what I said. She is speaking openly in the press now. We're very good for her. Continue to speak very openly. Openly, 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 openly. <laughs> all right. Now, that was a voice that I'm sure you all know very well. That was Kim Kardashian uh, when she was being questioned about Kanye West's <laughs> new girlfriend, Julia Fox. Um, I, you know, like I like continue to speak I'm openly, done. like Nene said. That was actually Nene Leaks in an interview uh, Leaks, before Nene season Leaks. twelve of Real Housewives of Atlanta. But I played that clip because really quickly, really succinctly, I'm tired of Julia Fox. I don't know who the fuck she is. I don't know where Kanye <laughs> dug her, what gutter he dug her up out of. I'm tired of looking at her and her cuticle biting, red tit finger having ass. I'm sick of her. I'm tired of the weird makeup. I'm tired of the leather clothes. She always looks like she got to pee. And where did she come from anyway? <laughs> I don't understand why she's here. Ain't nobody jealous. And as you can see, Kim Kardashian don't care either. Welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a Julia Fox? I know Fran don't, I know Asante don't. Hey Fran, how you doing? Absolutely not. I'm over here for those watching with my Marvel mask, apparently. Yes, you yes. are. What's my Marvel name, Asante? Solar? Is this like, this is giving I mean, me solar? Oh, hold on, because you know, it's got to have something up. Oh, you know, Solar Lotus. <laughs> Hey, that's cute. Fran, you know what her 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 death weapon could be? You could kill what? him with kindness. Fran, you could literally <laughs> kill him with kindness. Fran would be the Fran would be the only villain that was <laughs> nice to motherfuckers and took him out. You know, and, and then they go all peacefully too. They're like, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like they just go, and it's like, I like Damn, this. Fran. I like this. Put a pin in this. They always go down beautifully. The solo. Also, uh, Dustin was making fun of my look today. He said I look like a port. <laughs> Wait, he said I look like a, a Portland rocker. <laughs> I can't even get it out. <laughs> Go ahead and shake their hair right quick. It wasn't even that. Fran's hair was her hair was still a little wet when we first started. So it was the way it was like hanging. It was it showed emotion. You know what I'm saying? Just she looked like a musician in that. That's why. Oh, uh, y'all are so funny. Okay, so let's let's do some reminders before we get into this week's episode. Those of you yes. on Patreon, we will be doing our live stream today. Cause this is if you're listening to this on the day it dropped, Wednesday. We're doing our live stream at 5 p.m. PST, 
8 p.m. EST Eastern Standard. Make sure you check us out. We'll be hanging out for about an hour, whatever y'all want to talk about, whether it's this episode, last week's episode, previous episodes, and whatever wants to come up. It'll be like a shoot the shit with our fans. Unless it's my business. (laughs) (laughs) Like Asante called it, the wind down. Yeah, which I really, really like that. So, uh, we'll be dropping the link, obviously, mm-hmm. on Patreon a couple hours before we go live. Asante's handling all the tech for that. Amen. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> we'll be on StreamYard with you guys. So just look out for that. Um, also, I will be teaching a class at Miriam Hazanea's school, New Earth Mystery. Again, y'all know I usually yeah. teach. Y'all know I usually teach her uh, first class of the year. It's been like, what, four years now, which is crazy to think about. So I'll be there. Doing, got their uh, degree. Okay. <laughs> I'll be Time teaching a course, a course called Conscious Code Switching about mm. code switching with your consciousness and when to use it, how to use it and how to move through the world with it. So mm. it's going to be an incredible conversation. Um, she covered the 1.0 course that already went live a couple of weeks ago. And then I'll come on top of that with a 2.0 course. English would be nice. That drops on Sunday at 10 a.m. PST, 1 p.m. EST. Definitely check that out on MiriamHaznaya.com. That's M-A-R-Y-A-M-H-A-S-N-A-A.com. And of course, I'll drop the link below and on our social media, on my social media, and just kind of make it easier for you guys to find. So wanted to get that out the way. I don't know if you guys have any announcements you'd like to add to the mix. No. <laughs> I'm all good here. Just kicking no. in with you all. I do want to dial it back, you know, now that you've given me a window and then you can go right back to being serious. Mm-hmm. Dustin mentioned Kardashian earlier, and y'all know I don't speak on many things, K anyway. Somebody said something about I mean, this is just all me, right? Somebody said something about the uh Kanye getting another Ray J mixtape. And do you know that took me down a whoa, mental whoa, rabbit whoa, hole? Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> I know it was it was some a Kanye some getting gifts. a what? <laughs> Another uh, Ray J. Kim K. sex tape. I don't know what yes, I said. Thank, thank you. you so much. Because I, I wanted that to hit the way it needed to motherfucking hit because I got something to say. So go ahead. That took me down a mental rabbit hole of what if uh, Kim and Ray J. got back together? Because Ray J. and Princess aren't still together, are they? They ended that or they decided to stay together and be dysfunctional? Anyway, if they are not yes. together, it took me down the randomest mental thought of like, what if they decided to get back together? And I never care about anything Kardashian. So that w- I just had to put that out there. Y'all can have so it. So how would you Sorry. feel if they did? That would actually be very interesting just because Ray J has like moved in so many different formats and, and like Kim has too. Like they have both grown and evolved in such different ways and manners and they both have stayed sane. So... I saw some fan fiction on Twitter, too, where they were saying, what if he got back with Amber Rose? Mm. <laughs> That's how you shake the table. So just mm. a whole it's a whole episode of Wife Swap. <laughs> I, would, I would listen to his music if he did. Oh, yeah. wow. Okay. Yeah, I like Amber Rose. She's, she is what could fix him. Amber Rose mm. could fix him. Because as, her, as she has um, remained present in her celebrity and actually grown in her celebrity, Amber has always been very vocal about the right stuff. She'd be on the right side of issues. And Amber is the anti-everything that Kanye West is. She would never get back with him, but, you know, 
In a well, perfect you, world. You we live in a crazy world. You literally right. don't know. <laughs> We've heard crazier things. So okay. <laughs> let's jump into this week's black business. I actually wanted to shout out this certain this uh sudden rise of um black designer bags. Have y'all gotten yes. into the mix of it or not? I think it's the best, honestly. I it. Brandon Blackwood, Telfire, and just okay. all these people, all these brands. Philip Loving from Michigan. So many black brands. So yeah. many black brands. And I've actually started like a little mini collection, which I think is really cool because then I wear them out and people be like, Oh, that bag is so sick. And it kind of makes me, you know, like, well, it's you know. Telfar, Brandon Blackwood, or whoever, you know, and it's just super cute to me. Uh, I'm also not really like a bag girl. Like, y'all know me. I be having my little hippie bags from Free People, Anthropology. Mm-hmm. I don't really, I have maybe like three or four designer bags that are just like classic staples that I think mm-hmm. people should have, just me mm-hmm. being a tourist. But I'm really not the like keep up with the seasons mm-hmm. and shit. I'm, that's, I, I can't. I thought you do that. just didn't want us to be asking you to hold our shit. <laughs> I was like, Fram just don't want us to ask, and that would be a Fram move. Instead of me saying no, I just ain't gonna bring a bag. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, I'm this bag, dude. This is the only bag I'm holding. <laughs> right. Right. Literally, literally, my oversized ass clothes. But so I discovered a young designer by the name of Antoine Manning. Okay. He's only mm. 22 years old, y'all. He's okay. a Jamaican American designer. Um, From the Bronx, uh, currently living in Atlanta, he started designing this bag in 2014, but crazy enough, it didn't pop off until last year on TikTok. Oh, TikTok. Oh, wow. Shout out to TikTok. TikTok, Changing lives out here. Um, Somebody posted a video of their unboxing of it, and then it just caught fire. And now you can barely get your hands on it. I mean, it sells out like the sneakers app and he even uh, got a collaboration with Saks Fifth Avenue. Because, I know, that's right. Good. Isn't that so fly? Because of how, you know, the supply and demand people really, really, really wanted this bag. So I don't know how y'all say the word. Do y'all say homage, homage or homage? Because I know there's homage. three ways to above. say it. <laughs> Anytime I I get an opportunity to say the word, I'll say it each and every way I can. Whenever (laughs) I know words can be pronounced differently, I will pronounce them differently every time just to fuck myself up. I never know which one is the right one. I only say homage if I got dress shoes on. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently that's like the French, you know, the French way of saying it. So it sounds, you know, homage. But Mm -hmm. I'm going to guess, I'm going to guess that he is saying it like homage year, just because I Mm -hmm. think that kind of rings better, you know, it sounds better. But the bag is called the Homage Year, and you can get one at homageyear.com. So that's H-O-M-A-G-E-Y-E-A-R.com. Look, I actually have mine here. <laughs> oh, dope, friend. Isn't Ooh. that adorable? Yes, dope as hell. Yeah, dope. For those of you watching, they have, it's, he has a collection. Ooh. It's eight different colors. He has it in purple, blue, pink, red, brown, all the really dope colors. And the cool part is that you can hit somebody with it. It looks like, <laughs> look like it. Boom, you can, you know. <laughs> they all have different, like, affirmative words on them. Like, one of them is intuition, growth, mm. you know, like, 
based on what energy you want to carry when you're carrying the bag. I love Isn't that. that cute? I love that. I love that. Of course, I was drawn to that and had to get one. Um, the one that I got, I think it's the growth bag. So that made sense considering my life this past year. And it's green, um, honey. The money it, gonna grow. That's okay. what I'm talking about. Yes. <laughs> growth yeah. in a lot of ways. Okay. <laughs> bag um, <a> lady. <laughs> <laughs> I'm crying. Um, so the cool thing too is that he's a writer. So each bag comes with its own poem. And I'm gonna be oh, real with you. This is so dope. Poetry to me is usually super cheesy. I'm sorry, but we talked about it before. We have. <laughs> we have. <laughs> But he's so good. His poems aren't <laughs> cheesy. He's just like yes. a cool ass kid from the Bronx. Good for you know, him, and his poems are super lit. Like the one that he wrote for this green bag, which I'm actually wrong. It's not the growth bag. Excuse me. It's the tranquility bag. That's also, how money make you feel. Like everything is good and pleasant. <laughs> oh, you comfortable. You comfortable. You know okay. <laughs> so the tranquility bag has a beautiful poem about looking forward to life being peaceful and just like, you know, very started from the bottom, now we're here type vibes. So I'm, I love it because I can relate and I thought the bag was just perfect <laughs> for me. <laughs> I can't say y'all. <laughs> if you want to support young Antoine Manning, do you, first of all, Please. congratulations because you're really, Hell really killing yeah. it. Yes. Uh, that is once super, again. super fly. Isn't it so cute? Homageyear.com, H-O-M-A-G-E-Y-E-A-R.com. Check out the bags. Support him. Buy if that you, bag. If you're not looking into buying any bags right now, at least spread the love. Tell somebody to tell somebody to tell somebody. And that's this week's Black Business. So we didn't like, we already knew about Young and May. This week we learned about Young AM. What's his name? Antoine. <laughs> Antoine uh-huh. Manning. <laughs> Antoine Manning. Get money, man. The money man. That's what okay. I'm talking about. And I saw that Telfire dropped a couple new colors too. I'm a huge fan of Telfire. Um, mm-hmm. He dropped like a margarine color. Um, they dropped a leaf color today. That's like a really dope, Ooh, vibrant wow. green. Yeah, so I saw a new style too. It was like a um, the clutch, like a, the circle. Yeah, the clutch with a shoulder strap to it too. Yep, that motherfucker was hard. It was super dope. It's the clutch version of their logo, which is like so cute. I'm actually waiting for that one to drop because I'm definitely going to cop that I one. think I is found the a- first piece I'm going to get, y'all. Oh, I But love it ain't no that. bag, though, because, you know, I don't carry... I don't, only because I don't carry bags, you know what I'm saying? The but, bucket? Yeah, that bucket. I want that yep. bucket hat in white. Me too. That motherfucker <laughs> dope hat. I seen that. I was like, oh, it's a little sexy. <laughs> Wasn't there like a Telfar, or, or did I imagine a Telfar gym bag? Or is it... I haven't like, seen one. Like a bucket? I don't know. I, I just keep envisioning like them tees on the side. Like I don't know if it was a picture or something. I saw a concept, but I was like, "Damn!" That if would they be so make hard, me, so. y'all y'all know that big ass um, North Face Supreme backpack I have, right? Mm-hmm. But if Telfire makes, if they would make like a huge utilitarian like backpack, I would buy that motherfucker in every color they make. Like that would I'm be sure so they dope. will. I'm sure they big will. Big mountain biker style. Like I want a big ass like huge backpack. You know, I got a lot yeah. of stuff. A lot of I bought their um <laughs> they dropped the they dropped the dope puffer bag. Did you see the black puffer bag? It looks like a puff coat. No. Mm-mm. Let me see. It, it is friend. so cute. It's upstairs, but it's okay. so cute, y'all. Like <laughs> I ran to get that. I was like, this is a dope ass bag. Very New York. Very, very uh-huh, New York. Uh-huh. It's like, why you got a puff coat bag? <laughs> that team is good. Tailfire is killing it though. Killing, they really are. Killing it. 
killing. I saw that bag. That the bag is television. And it ain't it though. It's cute. Yes. They have two versions too. They had like a a leather, like what? real leather, but that one was expensive. I think it was like eight hundred, seven hundred. I wasn't Period. ready to drop that yet, but. I dropped what I dropped for the puff one because I thought it was fly. So mm-hmm. support them. I think it's really dope <laughs> that we have this rise of black designers. Yes, it's super cute. Me too. So y'all ready to get into the hot button today? Yeah. And find out the reason that why your hair looks like that. <laughs> I do. I look like the little boy. <laughs> the one that can talk to animals. I was thinking about the main character, but yeah, I look like the was main so character cute. too. Oh, shoot. Where are my glasses at? <laughs> one of them cartoons was fine, too. One of them cartoons was fine. I was like, wait, oh, so they, they finally clicked. Yeah. I didn't realize that. <laughs> For all these years, I never knew nah. why people got into you. Look at me. <laughs> there we go. I needed my glasses. This just went. This, I am at a crossroads. <laughs> so you won't be lonely. <laughs> <laughs> so you won't be lonely. <laughs> Wait, what are you really talking about? Both of you, please. No, both of you. Because we're put on the glasses right when you said something. And 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 we're not going to saw what I was saying. (laughs) I was going to paint a picture. I was going to paint a picture. Everybody, this is my fault. Fran, please take it back from the top, please. So we we're gonna have our inner children produce this week's episode. Okay. <laughs> this week's hot button because we signed up to uh, Disney Plus and watched Encanto. Yeah. Nah, Francie, you got money because it was on the premium plus. No, nah, I'm just playing. I'm just uh, I was like, was it? I don't know. I was just like, I <laughs> nah, want to know why everybody's talking about this cartoon because I'm a, admittedly, I'm not a cartoon person. And I was telling Kia, we had like a whole convo about this, but I was like, I need to stop saying that I'm not a cartoon person because it's more so that when I was little... And lived in a house with 75,000 adults. Mm. <laughs> Ain't nobody was sitting down to watch Barney or whatever cartoon because it just wasn't on that type of time, which we discussed last week. You know, I yeah. was watching Matlock and. <laughs> <laughs> oh you know how it is. So, I know how it is. I'm so not a cartoon now, person either. Ain't shit You sweet. don't think so? <laughs> Uh, Ain't shit sweet. Apparently, I you more of one now. <laughs> but Go were you ahead, never friend. a cartoon nah. person? Even as ki- as a kid, you weren't really into it? I had a few shows that I enjoyed, but it was just be- because that's what the programming was. The shows that I loved more were like the original Degrassi and the original Degrassi Junior High. And, you know, mm. all the shows like The Wonder Years, all the shows that were a, a child, a chi- you know, like a child's peak into the real world and adult like the Those coming the of age yeah that's what, and I, before I had come and was of age <laughs> I love those you know what okay. I'm saying those yes right right what about you Asante were you the kid that sat in front of the TV with your cereal Saturday morning cartoons what I was watching Jerry Springer what? Yes, absolutely. Cartoons all of the time. Cartoons, kid shows, everything. Like I used to watch the live action shows. Like I remember back when Sailor Moon first aired on like Fox or whatever before Toonami picked it up with Dragon Ball C and everything else. 
back when like the random like Static Shock was on, like all the little, little random cartoons, I watched all of those. And I told you I watched all the kids shows too. But like you know Nickelodeon when they had, I always got to take it back to Cousin Skeeter. I'm so sorry, Megan Good and Bill Bellamy and all y'all. But Cousin Skeeter was just a moment. <laughs> Seven oh two, it was just such a moment for me. But like mm-hmm. my childhood was definitely filled with like a lot of those like live action shows on top of the cartoons. And side note, this weekend was the first time in a very long time. Saturday felt like, I, well, for me, I should watch some cartoons. Oh, but I didn't. So I played cute. some video games. <laughs> but it's still like the kid in you, you know, that yeah. even wants to play that. Because I think that's the main reason I even got the Oculus and the Switch when you guys were, <laughs> <laughs> me, you, and Crystal would be playing uh, Mario Kart. And Crystal beating our asses um, every time. <laughs> and, somehow, and you learning quickly. Look, and I did. Look, today, did. wig with a new wig. Okay. Uh, wig looking like the wig. No, I'm just kidding. Brand had this me. character on Mario Kart. And the character's hair was always just like taking off wind. more than the cart was. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just very noticeable. And Asante would yell, come on, wig, when I was doing well. <laughs> Because Fred was always doing very well. I, I would see that wig dusting. Wig. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that wig was dusting us at times. I was like, okay, that wig, come on. That was I her pay, superpower. I, That's what her, I'm that was her power. I'm paying homage. I'm paying yeah. homage. That was your gift. That was your gift. It was the wig, friend. She turned that doorknob yep. and a wig came on the door. <laughs> no, but Kia and I had a convo about the things that we do now as adults when we can to kind of like hang with that inner child that didn't really get the opportunity to do those things back in the day, you know? And yeah. she, we were saying even taking the time out to watch a cartoon, because I kept seeing Encanto, Encanto, like, on the timeline. Everybody's going crazy. Everybody's saying the, um, we don't talk about Bruno. I love I, that. I mean, Bruno. like, I was like, this is crazy. <laughs> and then um, the same with, uh, what's the Coco one? With the grandma? Coco Le- Melon, Coco Lemon. Coco no, Clemens from SWV. That's, <laughs> that's the cartoon that kids watch. But there's a Disney movie with Coco something. Oh, my God. This Coco T. Ice T's way. <laughs> Y'all didn't watch it? Hold on. Mm-mm. It's going to kill me. So this honestly was the first. Coco uh, Taylor. I know she's a blue. This was the first like oh, newer no. Disney movie I'd watched in, like a, in, a, in a while. Cause I had really? been and I was, I was, even though I was blown away, I was a little let down in certain areas too. But we're gonna get to that in a minute. Right, <laughs> we ain't there yet. Also, the movie's actually called Coco. Like that was the whole name. Yeah, I was so, gonna say, are you talking about just Coco? Coco. But yeah, then I just, thought just Coco was gonna sound like what I was saying. So I people are right. in love with that. <laughs> it is honestly, I cried, and I was like, I'm crying at a Disney cartoon. Like, wow, have time, how time oh, Coco or Encanto? Coco. Okay. No, Encanto was, like, cute. You know, like, I mm-hmm. love the music. I thought they went in on the music. That soundtrack the was music crazy. Was the music was phenomenal. Ain't Lin-Manuel Miranda behind that? Yes, he is. Mm-hmm. And, yes. I'm that music was good. Up. I love that music. That's what That was a big part of what kept my attention while I was watching. Oh, yeah. Same, 100, same. 100,000%. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to lie, though. There were hard. a couple parts where I did tear up. I don't know if I was just relating oh. too hard, but I was just... It was just so hard. There were some things I was like, that's not... She is a child. What is happening? And then when they were trying to make funny, a... <laughs> now, some of it was funny, but then some of it, because the way that they was reacting, I was like, oh. When that guess was going away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, some of it made me cry, though. And it some was, so, it was so cute. And I have to say, 
that it was dope to see them remember that Latinos are black too, you know? Oh, for sure, yeah. Because I feel like you don't see that. So to see even the little boy and the uncle... Mm-hmm. Um, the, the well, he was I one of my favorite name. characters. The he was so girl, damn funny. Yeah. Yes, mm-hmm. him, like all those characters. I was like, wow, you don't see this. So that was cool for me and Fred. You know, I imagine how many kids mm-hmm. that are black Latinos and they're just never seen themselves. They always have people that look like Sofia Vergara or Selma Hayek. <laughs> right. You know, they just give them longer hair and maybe a red dress and call them spicy. Like that's right. as Latin as you get. So. It was cool to see that, too, I thought. Yeah, they totally did. Definitely knocked it out, the music. So, wait, tell me, Asante, what were the parts that were emotional for you? You know, it was just (laughs) something about the abuela, right? Oh. It, It was just how hard she was coming at, well, first of all, when her well towards the end, that, that took me out. Cause the, the way that the old girl was just like, Oh girl, you've been through so much. And like when instantly I was like, woo, like that acknowledgement from her. Cause she had been so mean that entire time, but for yeah. her to just acknowledge her pain and say, Oh girl, this is why you act the way you act. It was just kind of like, damn, like that's all it took. I'm about to get emotional right now. Cause every, Shay, I realized the abuela, yes. I mean, yes, the, cause the abuela, <laughs> she took her gift. She didn't take it, but in a way, she was the reason that the gift got skipped, and they just thought that she, they made it seem like old girl was broken. But it, like she said, she was like, I, at some point, I forgot who the gift was for, and I was just like, so this is these generational curses being broken, but at the, like all of this is so deep. It was so good. Go ahead, Dustin. No, because I love my grandmother. Y'all know I just lost my grandmother in May of this year, you know, of last year or whatever. So I love my grandmother. But if you would have, you going to tell me you ain't know who the gift was for? And I'm supposed to just believe that because I looked at my abuela like, it's going to be hard for me to get my point across to you without being mean and you my grandmama. It would have been hard because what the fuck you mean? You don't know who to gift with. I've been sitting here giftless in a house full of everybody special. This bitch lifting up pianos. And I mean, and it was all like Colorado and shit. Bitch coming bitch down the fucking vines a, and shit. Uh, born with a lace front. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> the little boy is a goddamn animal whisperer. Okay, what I'm uh, Bendy, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, 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 and all because of Buela's ass. So I just would have found that challenging. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, and you mentioned your grandma. And you know what? Strange enough, this is actually today that we're recording is the one year anniversary of my grandmother's passing, which is mm. so bugged out that it's been I'm a so year. I'm so sorry to both of y'all. I know yep. so, we both yeah. lost our grandmas last year, but we had we had the opportunity to spend a lot of time with them, luckily, yes. and they yep. knew how much we loved them, and that's yep. always the best way for them to go. Yep. But seeing this movie, it got me thinking. You know, outside of like us being kids and watching it and just getting into the music and and the storylines, but it got me thinking about our own family dynamics, especially with our grandmothers and our parents. Mm-hmm. Did you have? Um, did you have that dynamic with your grandparents or even your parents where it's like, you know, that they're not moving <laughs> or going about things the right way. But because we have that, like, got to respect your elders thing. Nobody ever says anything, you know, to kind of like not put them in their place. Cause I feel like that's a little harsh, but you get what I'm saying. Like no, to, kinda, yeah. to make things right. Like you see how in the cartoon, mm-hmm. even Bruno, 
He's like living in a wall behind here. Like mm-hmm. the girl don't have her gift and she's walking the little kid. <laughs> I meant you said Bindi. <laughs> she's walking Bindi to his door, which is extra embarrassing because she's walking him to his gift and shit and she don't right. have one. And but got nobody to do says all anything. Goddamn animals. Go ahead, <laughs> But Own nobody ever says anything to the grandma. Like, even her mother, everyone's seeing how she treats everyone, how she talks to everyone, but it's just like, you don't say nothing. And it just made me laugh because I'm like, well, not laugh. It's more so just like mm. paying attention to how many of us are in those similar dynamics with our family where it's like, you, nobody can say anything to these people and it just continues on generation after generation, which is what I felt was a, a big layer and theme that was popping up in this movie. Did y'all yeah. see that at all? Definitely caught those references and tones. And that's something that I, I struggle with in my adulthood, right? Because I'm not a person who thinks it's, it's cool to be intentionally and willfully disrespectful to anyone who doesn't deserve it, but much let alone like your parents or your grandparents. It's, it's just improper and it's yeah. improper. You know what I mean? You, you just, it's just not something that you should do, but there also um, exists a need to be honest and to be a clear and effective communicator as an, as the adult version of yourself. Um, mm-hmm. especially when, you know, relationships depend upon that, that sort of communication, so where is the line, you know what I'm saying, between you having an opinion, having a, a voice, um, having something to say, offering up necessary and helpful information w- without crossing an ethical or, or you know, a line of respect, you know, from one generation to the next. You have to struggle with that. But sometimes you just have to say what the fuck you got to say. You know what I mean? Right. Like, I'm not going to be the uncomfortable person in the room anymore because of some you know structure or hierarchy that i'm supposed to abide Follow. by i'm just yeah. not doing that you know what i mean no you're not about to be wildly disrespectful to me you're not about to be um extremely intrusive you know mm-hmm. if we ain't folks like that you know what i mean and i'm gonna I'm say something about it because i gotta feel good i gotta be in canto come okay? on you know what i'm saying <laughs> so that's it i can't asante did she get her powers by the end of the movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You ain't for this. What was her power? She brought everybody together. Like she was the the person that she's fixed like everything. the container. Right. She's like the the container. Okay. Of I just the wanted magic. to make sure that that was it. The baddest. Mm-hmm. But I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't. I, I didn't like that because for me it was like. Cause I called that early in the movie. I was like, "Oh, so she ain't got no magic." So what? She the she the soul of the house. Like she's the she's supposed to be the glue, or like she's the reason. Like at this point, like she's the soul of the house. So at the end, when it was just kind of like, "Oh, the house came back to life," cause she like and it's welcoming her. Like I still I don't know why I just assumed that the house was gonna appear and then it was gonna be like, "Oh yeah, by the way, here's your door too, girl." Like I just that's what I I wanted <laughs> she, to happen. Sort of did though. She got the front door at the end. She, I remember she right. got the best. The she best. The I'm, she that. She that girl. What they say on Abbott of the well, Mission crew. Once the again, uh, you are that girl. <laughs> that, that's what. That's what the house talk. <laughs> she already had the best house. that she wasn't. You know, so much as feeling the people that was in it because you know the position that she was playing at the time. But to your earlier question, I did notice a lot of the themes happening um, as far as like generational and also friend watching this. It took me back to a time when I mentioned. I'm so interested in seeing how like uh, wishes are like born and carried through. Like 
this was a perfect example of like what that looks like when you watch, you know, families carrying on like like they had to carry on the flame and they show how the grandmother started out and how that lived on through her children, not her children's children. And then you also saw, you know, how they had to pull back and see things aren't perfect. So you saw mm-hmm. a girl, she, she was <laughs> Bruno told her she was going to be in love with somebody else's man. So it's like, you know, these people are living in this house and it appears everybody's happy except for the one daughter that ain't got no magic. But it's like everybody's not happy. So it's like, girl, you're just I mean. You think that you're not special, but you're literally just like everyone else, which makes you just just as special, if not more. So I th- I like how that wrapped up in the end. But watching them cracks and then even the denial, like a lot of that was very real. And I was <laughs> I was I felt like I was reading to, to some of it too much. Well, no, we're adults. We're gonna do that. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, I couldn't you help know. it. <laughs> I wasn't too offended by people not really having time for her. You got to think about it. Like, if you around a bunch, bunch of motherfuckers with powers, right? If we got powers, <laughs> y'all, okay? We can do some... We got fucking powers. We can make some shit shake around here. <laughs> we ain't really going to... I mean, we. how boring would it be? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> to kick it with a bitch can't do it. Like, if we, if we can do it, you know what I'm saying? All us can do it, we... <sighs> Maybe I'm like a birthday or something, you know what I'm saying? But Especially like, when you're looking at like each character, like what their power was and what they had going on. Like one dude, he is was lit. Just, he he's shape shifting. He doesn't even know who he is. You know what I'm saying? Like he keeps changing everything. Yeah, but that was the thing too. It's like you open this door as a kid, and they tell you, "Here's your thing." You didn't get to choose it. You just like now become you. this thing, right? It chose you, and so. <laughs> Like the little girl, the, the one you said with the lace front. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. the, the flowers. The blessed one. The you more know, you she, know. Yeah. <laughs> she just and making flowers all day. And after a while, she was bored as a motherfucker. Remember, she made the cactus and was like, oh shit, finally mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. that ain't perfect. She had that beautiful. goldfish. Uh, I don't know if you ever seen on, I don't know if it was Finding Nemo 1 or 2, but there was a goldfish and she came down looking all sexy. That's that same. She got the same stems as that goldfish. I promise you. Because I was like, like, look at this flowing ass hair. This bitch thinks she doing it right now, just like that goldfish. Go she ahead, girl. Cute. I want, I Bundles. want the Barbie. I want the Barbie. But okay. yeah, I, her life was lit. She had a. She was that once again proving that she was that girl. Had the niggas in tow. You know what I'm saying? The grandmama was on her side. They was hooking her up. Like everything was just. It was lit. But then her the other sister just lifting shit all day. Lifting. Yeah. She was lit the too. Sheep. And her song buildings. was lit though. Her like song it. was so lit, and she was a real. She kept it real in her song though. She was like, I. She was. It's she pressure. was really very Mary J. Blige. She was like, I'm tired of being strong. Sometimes I, you know what I'm saying. She, <laughs> that was the tone of her song. Her music. Yep. I felt that. She was. It was the first nine words of "Act Up" by the City Girls. What Jay said, real ass bitch, give a fuck about it. That's who that girl. That's who the big. What was her name? Lucy. What was her? What was her name? The big girl. The the strong girl. It's on the tip of my here. tongue, but she was an incredible character. She was incredible. Encanto cast. Let's see. Who are the sisters? Damn, that's why I like Bruno. That was John Leguizamo's voice. Oh, you didn't, you didn't realize? I peeped immediately because he has such a distinctive voice. I was like, I that's just his. knew it. I knew his voice, but I was like, well, this ain't Lynn, man. Well, so who is this? Because, you know, I just knew he was part of it. So I was like, well, is he one of the characters? But he wasn't. So I was like, Wilmer. Oh, look. <laughs> Wilmer Valderrama. That's crazy. That oh, and Maluma. Maluma was on it, too. Wow. This hmm. is an interesting cast. I All really right. didn't catch that. <laughs> uh, I want to come on the set. <laughs> <laughs> set. I'm so oh, that's my type. <laughs> 
But it just tripped me out. I think what the fact that the grandmother was so dead set on these powers, you know, and like you said, Asante, everyone stuck with it. But even the song, what's her name? The strong one is, is was it Luisa? Luisa. Ain't yeah. that her right? Name? I think yeah. it was Lisa. She she had to put up with this shit and was like super depressed when her power was waning and going away. This and is then all she relied on. All she relied on. But I love this. I, one thing I love about the Disney cartoons, too, is that they be mad layered because they know the parents are watching it, too. <laughs> and then you sit down and you're like, this is all look good. There's mad messages. It's you get caught you up crying. in the story. You want to know what <laughs> <Okay>. happened. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. But it reminded me of a, um, a storyline, not a storyline, but a, a conversation that I keep seeing happening on Twitter lately. Have you been seeing these conversations around gentle parenting and the war that it's caused. I don't know if y'all have been aware. I follow a lot of moms. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So the idea... With the the mom formation, let's go. The mom formation, mom Twitter. Um, There's this idea that there's a gentle way to parent where it's not the way we were brought up, where... You know, you're not seen, you're not heard. What what is it that they used to say? Kids are not to be seen or heard. Don't speak unless spoken to. Don't speak unless spoken (laughs) to. Um, Can you think of a time your parent ever apologized (laughs) if they got some shit wrong? Or maybe they talked to you a little crazy and then they kind of come back like, I'm sorry. Like, our parents were not really raised to mm. to you know work with us that way it was very like I'm the boss my hi- my way or the highway type. It wasn't uh, raised to let us order our own food at restaurants, which is oh, one of no. the ways that my child shows up now. Because baby, I I'm too entree Dustin over here. I, I want to do whatever <laughs> the fuck I want. I wish the bitch would tell me now I could get some. I want on a goddamn meal. dessert first. I don't give a damn dessert and juice. I don't care. I don't have no balance. Everything got sugar and fuck. I don't give a damn. I'm, I want it. Go ahead, friend. Sorry. And I remember, do you remember when you would see white parents when we were younger and they would like try to have conversations with their like, kids? Like talk to them like they're equals. And okay, so what do you like, want to do next? They have a wallet? Like, they drive some white. That's some white shit. We would get, they go off on us. Because we saw that taking place. We asked you to talk to us like that, and I hope you don't think this finna be no... Blah, blah. You're like, wait a minute, bitch, I'm just saying the motherfucker was like, talking was to me. I ain't it was new to me option. because Damn. of how mean your ass is. Like, so, yeah, you know. But there's this conversation where people are torn because it's like, okay, if your kid is acting up or, you know, being disrespectful or maybe not following your guidance... You can't have a conversation with them about it because one, they're a kid, you're the adult, and they need just they need to just do as told. Um, and B, they feel that they'll lose their power what in power? some way. Superpower. <laughs> their power as the adult. <laughs> as the adult in the household, they'll lose their power because oh, the you'll adult. start looking oh. yes, they'll start <laughs> looking at you. <laughs> they'll start looking at you like you're a peer as opposed to um, a guardian the authority as opposed figure. to the authority. That's exactly friends. what I was yep. for. I ain't one of your little friends. I ain't one of your little friends. How many times <laughs> have our parents told us that? So that's the fear in this quote-unquote gentle parenting because it's like you need to know who rules with the iron hand in this house. Ain't Why? no conversation. Is okay? that really revolutionary though in thought? Like, and I, it, like that's how it is. 
you you can't let your kids run over you. You know what I'm saying? Like, why are these new parents struggling with that? Well, that's what I'm saying. These new parents, well, I don't even say new parents, but there's just people that are choosing to parent differently. They're choosing to not parent with an iron hand and to view their kid as like you are an autonomous being that has the right to be honored, like your boundaries, um, your needs, your desires, how Mm -hmm. you want to move through the world. Obviously, within... You know, respectful boundaries. You ain't gonna have a kid cursing you out, screaming at you. And I was gonna say, you might as well change your last name to Menendez, honey. If, you, <laughs> if that's how you're raising your kids, because that's what's gonna happen to your ass. Because they feel like you. if you don't want your kid raising their voice at you, why are you raising your voice at your kid? You so know? they won't raise it at me. Fuck <laughs> <What laughs> you, mean? Same reason I'm about to raise it at you for asking me that stupid ass question. That's what, that's <laughs> then, what, that's what you but said. But you're not modeling the behavior. It's just, it's so much more jarring with my like, house. It's just so much more jarring when you as an adult have like, you've never raised your voice and then randomly Mm. the damn child is like raising their voice at you and then you raise your voice and the child's gonna be like, damn, I ain't never heard that. Let me shut the fuck up. Like, like not to say, but it's just crazy when parents are off rip yelling. I'm like, if you're yelling like that all the time, ain't they probably immune to that? Like, what? this is crazy. You got a balance. So that's why I can kind of see like someone being like, oh, okay, well, I'm gonna let you do what you want to do and then we'll just correct as we go. Like, Don't you think it's unrealistic though to to let your kid think that it's gonna be moments in life where there's times where you raise your voice in life. Like, it happens. When people get upset, your voice gets raised and they're, they're going to see that. So it's better to learn it, you know, for them to understand that than living a walk around, the, you know, bumping into the walls and shit because they don't <laughs> know what the real world is like. You got to let them know it's real out here. But what if, what if they literally grew up in the house with people who didn't raise their voice? So whenever they got voices raised at them, they were like, all right, well, I'm out because don't nobody talk to me like that. Like, what if that was part of where they programming came from? Exactly. And the person that yelled is going to chase them down. They ain't going to let them leave. No, but that's true because I've actually had this conversation <laughs> because I'm not I'm not a yeller. Like right. y'all see my temper. You can see when I get when I start getting kind of hot and you yeah. see my like attitude come out, but you don't I'm not someone that yells. I I no. can probably count on my hand how many times I've like yelled and gone off, but usually and this is me pointing fingers, it's because a person <laughs> Push me to an edge with it was like a point of no return. I, I believe that. Take it. It was I like, believe that. Friend, you, you know what I would give to just have one random night with you and you just start going and the I fuck off and off. raising your voice at somebody. And look how many like, years you've known me, you've money. never seen it, and nobody <laughs> has seen it. Probably maybe only two people in my life have seen me go off where I just lost my equilibrium. Friend, but it was I'm like somebody warranted. one day. No, I'm just. I can't. Do, I ain't gonna play like that. I ain't gonna set but myself up like that. But that's why a lot of people I noticed, like when I would get into confrontation, especially whether it was not really friendships, because I don't really have issues like that on my friends. But let's say in relationships, romantic mm-hmm. relationships, so y'all get under each other's skin, get kind of hot, get you know, start getting boys to start raising. I've just never really felt. I've never felt like I needed to do that to get my point across. Right. And I and to be honest, I've actually found it more useful and helpful to keep my voice where it's at so you can hear how you sound. <laughs> like, sometimes that reels the person in because they're like, this bitch Solar is so Lotus. fucking calm and I'm over... Exactly. Killing Solar them with Lotus. kindness. I, 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 think, I think it depends on Have the, the other that? person. It, yes, yes, and it depends on the other person because while that is effective, 
oftentimes there mm-hmm. is a part of the population who is not responsive to that. And no matter how Fair. measured in tone you are, or no matter how grounded and centered and you know they are who they are calm you are (laughs) they are intentionally being harmful with their language intentionally being violent with their approach they're doing those things to disrupt that peace that you present so it just don't work some people you have to you know, I know this don't really go Match here, but that iron, iron sharpens iron. <laughs> <laughs> eye for an eye. You got some people you got to, you know, motherfucking get in their ass. But for the most part, it is advantageous and most effective to, you know, take that approach to try to be the person who is reasonable, you know, and logical and still cognizant, still, you know, present Conscious. in that situation. Yeah, yeah, you're present. You're fully present. And granted, like Dustin said, sometimes people just push you. You're human and it's yeah, going to happen when you're going to be like, fuck that. <laughs> but it's for the most part, I've managed to kind of keep it cool. So I always imagine, but a kid is different. Like a kid will push you to the edge on a daily basis. Okay. And they're not, always intentionally trying to but it's just because their energy you know kids are such balls of energy that a lot of times you feel like you can't even contain and even just, right. even in saying that you know a parent trying to quote-unquote contain a kid's energy like I see especially my best friends how they're just so exhausted because they want their kid to feel like they can be their person and not dim their light you seen those mm-hmm. kids on the block that were raised by their grandma it's almost like their soul got sucked out of them they just walk yeah. quietly next to their head grandma down. head down nothing to, say. nothing to say they become very meek versions of themselves i hate to say it but i feel like a and lot of people that were raised when they get out the house <laughs> <laughs> It's almost like you got like beaten into becoming obedient, submission. Yeah. And and the the harm that causes to you as an adult. I mean, we had an episode similar to this about, I think it was called compliance where we talked about being the good kid, (laughs) being the good (laughs) kid, being the compliant kid, how harmful that actually is for you in the future when you, are in the you know workspace and relationships and not necessarily have the strength mentally and emotionally to speak up and have your needs met and and you'll right. just like take what you can get because you're being quote unquote good or compliant right and don't so, get you nowhere right and even in this movie in the cartoon I love that they're getting kids even thinking about those layers obviously in a more playful youthful musical colorful manner. way yeah. exactly. But it really meant a lot to me because you see how the the Mirabel was like viewed as like the difficult kid, you know, Mm -hmm. everyone's like, just stop. Like, you're always trying Mm -hmm. to start some shit. But it's really because she was just like, we can't keep doing this how we've been doing it and Mm -hmm. kind of rubbing up against the grandma where the grandma just kind of looked at her like she didn't even fuck with her like that. You know, after a while, she was just like, this girl's fucking annoying. <laughs> and <laughs> like knew somebody. the little girl was right the whole time. And knew, the knew house that she was, was right. Yeah. And that's yep. the thing with a lot of our parents and grandparents. They're so set in their ways that they might understand deep down <laughs> why that one rebellious kid or the black sheep or whoever's the one kid that stands up and speaks up and just won't kind of like lay down and take it or be compliant. Yeah. But you end up being the outcast. You end up being the black sheep. You know, do you, I'm actually curious in your family dynamic, what role do you play? Are you guys the good kid? Are you the, the black sheep? <laughs> <Dustin>. <laughs> Act like, you know, 
Because listen, Donette got trapped with two. <laughs> nah, that but is, uh, nah. <laughs> that is you know amazing. what? I am literally who I am. I'm exactly who I am, no matter who I'm around. And I make a point of it, especially at this stage of me being late in life in the sun in my sunset years. I really am making being intentional about that because I'm never going to be the uncomfortable person in the room. I'm just not going to do it. Um, and, and so I show up as myself also to encourage my relatives that I love to, to show up as themselves, make them feel comfortable Word. being themselves yeah. so we can really you know, get to know each other and connect for real and have real lasting bonds. You know, that's what that, it takes that sort of transparency and vulnerability. That's what makes family family and, you know, and what makes special friendships, you know, so special that you can be a hundred percent yourself, you know, yeah. and be accepted yeah. and respected. So I'd be just like this same dozen. You can, my cousins <laughs> probably listen to this right now. And my we'll aunts can listen to this right now. And they all know I, I'm respectful to my aunts. I love them. And I've, I've, I was about to say the F word, but I hang out with my cousins. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and that's it. And you were always them. like this? Were you always like this even yeah. as a kid? We just had or to have the you... conversation. And once we had the conversation, that was the only thing that you... You know how it sounds when you pull a shower curtain back, then rings slide across that bar? And once we had that conversation, it was like... That was it. You know what I'm saying? You're so funny. What about you, Asante? Were you so that? You, are you that kid, or were you not that kid? Were you well, you know what's funny? Kid? Uh, that kid. Before on this show, <laughs> <laughs> that kid deals. Um, before on the show, back when we did like Good Kid, Mad City, I think I was saying like Love that I episode. was a good kid. Like I think I remember. Like I think I was the favorite. But I think as I get older, I realized I was just the younger one. <laughs> so. Mm. There was more attention given to me. Not to say that I wasn't the favorite, because, you know, I probably still was. But if I wasn't the favorite of, or being a good kid, because there are a lot of times I think to myself, like, damn, you know, I used to get cursed out a lot. So maybe I wasn't the favorite. But <laughs> um, I've always been the same, like, as far as, like, being quiet till I'm crunk. <laughs> like, as a child, I was just always very quiet in my own world doing, like, That's I remember your just, memoir. Quiet, quiet till I'm crunk. Like, I remember just, like, getting away with shit when I was younger until, like, I couldn't. And I don't even know if this is what this really means. But I always remember, and I told this story a long time ago on this show, but, like, now it has different reference, I guess. I always remember when I was, like, a young child, I had on, like, these little overalls. My uh, sister was holding my hand, walking me somewhere. And I had a ring pop or something, and she, like, knocked it out of my hand. And then I tried to pick it up. And, you know, I was, like, literally a baby. So I was, like, two or three, I guess. And it was, like, one of those deep memories that I've just always held on to for whatever reason because I just remember my sister being so mean to me. It wasn't even the fact that I couldn't have the ring pop back. It was just the fact that she smacked it out of my hand and then wasn't, like, explaining to me or anything like that. I just had no point of reference of what was going on, so I, like, held on to that for, like, years. Years. I don't know why, but um, I just think to myself, like, you were always that child that just did your own. Like, I've always done my own thing, like, no matter where I am, what I'm doing. And so whenever I'm doing my own thing, whenever I'm like one on one with people, I try to make space for them to do their own thing in case they don't have it. That's real. I think. What about you, I, friend? I think I was I think I was. um. <laughs> I was going to say a manipulative kid in the sense that <laughs> I was good to get my needs met. Like, I knew what I had to mm. do. You know, I knew with my mom because she was um, 
working during the day and then going to school at night learning English. So I had a very um, short time with her. So, you know, you know what you need to do. Like I had to just get good grades, make sure that whatever my grandparents reported back to her was good. <laughs> and that just kind of kept the peace so that she could kind of go about her business and not be down my neck. And I'm cool. But I was just an avoidant child. Like I would just avoid uh, being around people too much and saying too much. You know what I mean? It's almost mm -hmm. like you, your life was just easier the less you were seen. Mm -hmm. And I think even as an adult, um, I kind of still take on that role a lot. Like, I keep to myself. I'm just like, people are just always going to have so much opinion and scrutiny and want you to be this way and want you to do that. And the more you stay away... And be kind of a lone wolf. It's just kind of easier to move through the world. So that's the kid I was where my mom said she'd come and be like, where's Fran? And they'd be like, I don't know. And then I'd be <laughs> holding a piece of chicken on a couch somewhere in some room just watching cartoons by myself. Because I'm like, I'm chilling. <laughs> Fran, we are similar in two regards, right? The, yeah. the first being... <laughs> Doing what you want or doing what you need to do to do it, what you want to, to do, get right? Get the needs like, met. Yep. Like it was just something. So you about, could leave me alone. So you could leave me alone. Literally, it was something about. It was something about meeting everyone's expectations, so <laughs> mm -hmm. they didn't have to worry about you, and exactly. you could literally get away with whatever you wanted. So and you can go back to your planet, and it's just like the less you're down my neck, I can go back to my planet. And I think that's how I moved as a kid, and I still kind of moved like that. I think that's why I'm in Portland. <laughs> my literal <laughs> own planet. <laughs> it's like, why the hell is Fran in Oregon? That's a very Fran thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Number two, right? Because okay. I'm taking two of your boxes, right? Mm -hmm. The isolation. And, and like, for me, my inner child, I feel like I've said this on here too before, but I will always hear my mom when she used to say to me when I was younger, like, don't you leave the house. You don't got to be nowhere. Them people don't care about you. You don't need to be going. And like, just saying anything just to keep me from being Contained. outside <laughs> at all hours of the night or trying to go somewhere that she had to spend money on or put gas in the car to do. Like, anything and everything just to keep me inside. So it's like, when I'm in the house sometimes, I will tell myself anything and everything not to leave because I just hear... Donetta done told me now them people don't care about you don't leave to and it's like once you get past that one here go the other one like uh, you, it's just always something so like I'm taking both those boxes from you friend I, yep, I hear you cause I you see feel you. me you Whoa. see me <laughs> <laughs> and I think even in this cartoon I saw you know that's why you know I was able to see all those layers like how many of the kids were just making fucking flowers I'm gonna just go pick up this damn sheep the other kids, now he's talking to animals. It's just like, I'm going to just do what I need to do. And then they kind of just stayed out the way. But Mirabel was the one that was like, fuck that. <laughs> and I admire the kids. I almost think this newer generation, they do have that a lot more than we did. Mm -hmm. And definitely the generation before us, they didn't even attempt or entertain moving yeah. like that. But these new kids, I noticed, like my younger cousins... They will say exactly how they feel, and they don't care if it's grandma, if it's grandpa, I love if that. it's your mama. They're going to tell you. They're going to tell you where you said something that, you know, was fucked up. Like, my little cousin would get so frustrated at family events that he just don't fuck with people. Like, he's like, I'm moving. He left, lives in a completely different state, made new mm -hmm. friends, because he's just like, if y'all not, like Dustin said, if I can't be myself, comfortable, and feel okay being in y'all's energy, I just won't be there. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And I saw in like on the Woo, actually, I did an episode that was a Q&A. Someone asked me like, oh, you know, when you're going through your spiritual changes, when you're growing, when you're succeeding, how do you stay connected to people in your family that maybe like aren't moving like that, you know, or, or make you feel weird or like you're an outcast or whatever. I was like, you don't. <laughs> you take the dose that you can. You know, if you're someone that family's still important, take it in the doses that you can and then don't. Like, I don't think we have an obligation. I personally, that's how I feel. Like, I'm not, I'm I'm thankful to the youngins in my family because I think you can learn a lot from how they move. Absolutely. And, and me being an avoidant person to begin with, I was, I'm that cousin that you barely see. Like, mm-hmm. that's the role I play in my house, in my family. Like, I would mm-hmm. come to one Christmas every three, four years, maybe pop up. And even when I came, it'd be a good 30 minutes. And I'm back on a three train to Harlem. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it just, that's just kind of the role that I played in the family. Everybody fucks with me, but they also know that Fran is franning somewhere. And I think this cartoon <laughs> is so cute because it's really pushing um, how these younger kids feel nowadays. And I mm-hmm. love that these younger, younger kids are getting these themes put out to them too. Like, it's okay to to tell someone that you're uncomfortable. It's okay to say, actually, I don't think that's right. Can we have a conversation about this? Why are we continuing these traditions if no one's happy? You know, like... Yeah, communicate, they... speak, talk to your family about the shit that's gonna make your generations uh, struggle and be challenged right. by family. If you want us to keep this energy going, where we like love each other and see each other and come together outside of funerals, right? Then like, how do we do that? How do we fix that? And the young kids seem to really care about that because I personally didn't. So I'm proud. <laughs> Of the ones that do. Well, maybe we, maybe there was no way for us to see that we could care about that. You know, we were right. children and we was basically told, like you said, baby steps. When spoken to. So there and it's was, baby steps. You know, every yeah. every every chapter kind of like helped the other one, the previous one, or the one before it. Like our parents' generation didn't say shit. Our generation kind of just stayed away. We just don't come around. And then the younger generation is just causing havoc. <laughs> we can't and I love it. The, it's healthy. <laughs> Right. right. That's why it's healthy. I, I, there needs to be a changing of the guards when it comes to all that kind of shit. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And that's one of the mm-hmm. best things. What you never want to do is be the bitter old nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, like <laughs> things are going to change. There's going to be new ways, new processes of things. And when, when it works and when, when the evolution makes sense, you support that. You encourage mm-hmm. those young people in your family and you empower them to continue to be outspoken as well as making sure that they back that up with having their shit together, whatever that looks like. You know that what I'm too. saying? Yeah. You take mm-hmm. care of your business so that when it's time for you to have something to say, you can say it because that's mm-hmm. life. And so mm-hmm. I, I love this new energy and spirit. And my little cousins be saying some of everything. And I love it and listen I love with open it. ears. That's the way it's supposed to be. Shit. <laughs> it is. So you gotta let you that guys. in. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if you have any last things you wanna say. And parents, please watch this cartoon. I think it covered these layers. Um, and maybe even make you reconsider, you know, the pressures that you're putting on your kids to be a certain way and, and not really paying homage to who they actually are. Right. Um, so it's I think the cartoon did it in a really, really great way that I'm happy how Disney moves sometimes. Like the themes they play around with are really, really fly. And like Dustin said, these young kids are different. 
They different. It needs to be amplified. Hey, so let's bring in the wind chimes. I'm gonna make this one real quick. So, um, I've been tweaking a couple of things in my new year. You know, I'm gonna be 40 this year, which is so crazy. I still haven't fully, I know, I haven't fully um, face that. Like, that's a big age. But, you know, I feel good. No one ever believes me when I say that I'm gonna be 40 this year, which I don't know how to feel about that. We're not gonna believe you for some years. I have night sweats when I think about it. So I understand. It's the face people make when they go, you're lying. I'm right. like, damn, is 40 that old that it would, it's shocking to you that I am 40? But It's like you're I'm just so well there. preserved. It's like you, you still look like the same time. You still look the exact same for when I first clicked on a YouTube video to learn about how to make <laughs> some lip chap or deodorant or something. Like, oh, <laughs> you just got a different that. haircut. Right? <laughs> different haircut and some pounds. But I still feel really good. And I was like, you know, I want to tweak this year to really kind of help me get healthier as a person, like mentally, emotionally, physically. Um, I'm not really like a big resolution person, but I, I, I'm more of someone that just likes to make tweaks to my day. You know, like what can I tweak in my morning? What can I tweak in my afternoon, my evening, my night routine that can kind of help bring the best out of me for whatever it so is. So you just this always on Twitter, year. huh? <laughs> that no, part. <laughs> so, so I can kind of create a day that brings out the best in me and whatever it is that I'm trying to accomplish this year. Right. So I want to be really healthy and strong and I want to go into my forties and this new decade, just like feeling really good. That's a lot of why I moved out here. Um, we've been going on hikes, daily walks, um, rock climbing I mean you name it like just really taking advantage of my body you know and 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 then I'm still young and getting out there and finding ways to continue to feel young and be young in love in right in love with a super super awesome best friend of mine and everything has just been super solid and one tweak that I made y'all that has just been like life altering is that every morning I wake up right after I make you my You smoke bed. a blunt now? No. Oh, sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> that, I thought we was going to go somewhere, friend. I was about to me, say. No, that would have me stuck to the bed. No. <laughs> I am not like y'all. Y'all are functional. I wake up, make my bed, you know, brush my teeth, um, drink my smoothie, and then I stretch. I do like a yoga stretch for 15, 20 minutes every morning. Y'all, I swear to you, life altering i kid you not i was like i actually gonna make my uh playlist because i turned it into a playlist on youtube um just finding different stretch videos and make a playlist that i'm gonna make public yes yeah do by that. the time you guys are watching this i'm gonna have the link for you underneath uh obviously i'll tweet it out and everything on the uh, friend zone twitter but every day i do a different stretch video and it is such a good feeling because I know now as you're getting older, I'm sure you guys can relate when you wake up, shit be hurting. Like, mm-hmm. and not Popping even when you wake cracking. up, you just be sitting on the couch or walking and will randomly feel a pain in your Achilles, something to shoot up to your side. You wake up with your arm 
a dull ache. I mean, it's always something. And I'm like, that's so uncomfortable for me. So like, how can I nip those future problems from getting older and stiffening? You know, how do I nip that in the bud? And really the stretching has done wonders. Like obviously I'm only what today's the 25th. So I'm 25 Mm -hmm. days in, but I imagine if I'm feeling this way now, Imagine what I'm going to feel like a year from today. Like, for real, right. for real. Mm. I wake up and my back don't bother as much. Um, now when I wake up, I don't have that which, lower back stiffness. Yeah, I was going to say, which is huge for you with what was going on with your lower back before Yeah, the with my yeah. injury. Yeah, my uh-huh. fall. And that was super helpful. Um, That's good. Now, man. yeah, even like, <laughs> I know Dustin's going to fit in a sex joke in here. <laughs> I see it coming. He's going to fit it in. I was going to say, fit it in. See, it was Asante. He said, fit it in. I was going to say. You still had one coming. Here's the setup, Dustin. I was going to say, how often. (laughs) That's already funny. (laughs) How often do you start your morning bent over? Four twenty one. Like really folding, really folding your body. That's you get what I mean though. Like upside down, yep. like really t- <laughs> in that dog position. <laughs> you really? I mean, she had the worm Just, on the hook. You hear me? Now, <laughs> when she I'm, is dangling the carrot right in I'm, front of my face. When I'm folded in that downward dog <laughs> and you give your legs that stretch, you do the little bend each side to side. Oh, oh, so you you doing the bending. You one doing you doing the bending. <laughs> what else, friend? What else? There's honestly no there's no feeling like it. You just ask yourself, how often do I wake up and this is the first thing I let my body do? You know, instead of just jumping into my day. I'm so sorry, friend. I am not an adult. I'm not. You get what I mean, though, right? (laughs) Bringing that heat, that heat to your muscles early in the morning. It's important. It is helpful. I'm going to make my playlist public. Uh, thoughts, yes, thoughts I, of a colored please, man. That's all. Please, I say right yeah, yeah. please make of a colored man. So okay. y'all can join me in being folded every morning. <laughs> 15, 20 minutes, all it takes. You be That's good. It. Everybody walks away happy. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Yeah. Ooh. And that's it. For this week's wellness segment, I just wanted to put that into your awareness that it feels... Put that into your awareness. (laughs) Oh, my God. It's a very small tweak that makes a big impact. So, They say it's the motion in ocean anyway, so... (laughs) Something to consider adding to your daily regimen, I promise you. I feel so good. It's giving me energy. (laughs) I, you know what? I'm thinking clear. I, mm-hmm. <laughs> My skin looks good. <laughs> Teeth are wider. I'm telling you. Yes, All of the benefits, you know. 
Yes, the friend. I don't even have to say nothing on. because for, this was all on friend. Now, I don't no. want no, and I don't want no hate mail either in the in the comments. I don't want no hate mail because I was good. I didn't do nothing. Thank you, Asante, my dog. I just no, all jokes. Thank you for showing up. All jokes aside, please consider adding a daily stretch to your morning routine or your night routine, whatever works for you. Um, you? I personally, I personally like it in the morning because it gets me jump started. (laughs) Some people prefer at night so they can sleep kind of stretched out and rest, you know, and and it gives you a deeper sleep. I'm so mad at these two. If yeah, for those of you watching. (laughs) There was really no way to present this without it sounding crazy. It so really wasn't. It really Consider wasn't. Consider it. Should have leaned into it. Asante, Mr. Music Man, what you got for us this week? <laughs> well, we are back <laughs> with another week of music. This is Yay. the first week that we get an official segment, but I'm actually not going to take up too much of your time. There has been so much time that has passed, so much music that has come out um, since the holidays, since last week even, and we talked about Gun and the Push and P. But it's all about what we're listening to now anyway. So it could be something new, something old. It could be whatever you find that is gold. I just made that up off the top of my head. I need to write that down somewhere. Jesus. So (laughs) we're just going to do a little listens lately this week. Nothing too crazy. Because, friend, you know, you just hyped up that playlist so much. (laughs) So, you know, now more than ever, I am dying to know what you've been listening to because I mean, you up here getting folded. Your life, well, oh, I folded. See, I wasn't, you know, friend. <laughs> See, it's it, like Dustin said, it's all you, friend. No, um, stretching. Yes, stretching you. Um, so, friend, I want to know what you've been listening to. I want to know what the latest is, what the greatest is, what the hottest is, friend. What you got for us? So, um, you know, being out here, you you are in nature you cruising in your car down the street i've been listening to very like you know tame impala that type of vibe mm -hmm, lately mm -hmm. so there's a record that i came across called idol eyes by common Mm -hmm. saints have y'all heard it Mm -mm. it's about that man that the pastor rub that spit on his eyes on that stage, <laughs> <laughs> idolize that man that, that, that got that, that hawk on his face. <laughs> but this is a song that I know for a fact both of you would love, especially the lyrics, but most importantly the vibe. Um, Idol Eyes by Common Saints, and this is how it goes. Thank you. 
the very, very, uh, very shroom, shroomish music, I'd say. The acid um, trail. Okay. And then I have to shout out my homie, actually, from high school. He goes by Cavalier. He has a song with Iman Omari. How cool is that? Ooh, and I love dope. Iman Omari. So when I saw that they dropped the track together, they both live in New Orleans and apparently got really close and have been creating music together. I got so excited. It's like, I love Iman Omari. There's, he kind of is one of those artists like Alex Isley to me where they just don't miss. Like everything he puts out, I love. So to hear them working together, I was excited to see what that would sound like. And it's called Are You Hearing Me? by Cavalier and Iman Omari and that's how it goes. Can never be seen, never be felt. We just wanna shell out my outburst. Within is a level of hell. I try to repel the devil at outskirts. Need a counselor, burn the house first. While I'm watching my house burn to the dirt. Trying to outlearn all the doubt hurt. Being powered from that word. One thing for certain, nothing is certainly. There's gotta be a purpose. Starting to interpret this personally. I ain't really built for circuses. My circuitry, some nerve. Third eye, third degree. Lines and some blur. Permanent marks. You're concerned with my dark side, I return in my heart, internally scarred, self-surgery parts of me discerning if it's self-serving or serving the God, I'm just turning the knobs, tuning in to the ghost of my future self, every blue moon I take the oath again, renewal when the smoke's adrift, I'm finding new life on the shelf, by moonlighting as that hopeful kid, who got so much to give. He's a really dope rapper. Yeah, I like really, that. Really, really talented. Kind of yeah. gives you that old school feel, you know, how songs mm, used to yeah. sound. So that was a really good nostalgic feeling. Um, and that's it. I think I mentioned J.I.D. and 21 Savage with Baby Tate's Around Sound last mm-hmm. week. Definitely. Actually, congratulations to J.I.D. because I saw that it made the billboards. It's like number 90 or something, which hey, is super dope good, for him. Because think yeah, how many yeah. artists there are out in the world. And for him to make the top 100, that's like he super, super it. dope. He, he super does. And then Kenyon Dixon and Tiffany Goucher put out a song called Love on Replay. Really nice, like sexy R&B ballad if you're looking for that type of vibe. So that's that it. That morning stretch. That morning stretch soundtrack, Okay. What about you, Dustin? What have you been listening to? <laughs> this song is by uh, George McRae. It's called You Can Have It All. Take it, baby. You can have it all. Thank you. 
Okay, that's you can have it all. I uh, like this, it. You're right. Some old Hell shit. Yeah, this song is this song is called Dead of you Night by Orville Peck. <laughs> Ooh. Sing that sing that shit, friend. Dead <laughs> You gotta get <laughs> All right. So this song is called <laughs> Dead of Night by Orville Peck. The sun goes down another dreamless night. You're right by my side. You wake me up. You say it's time to ride. Strange canyon road, strange look in your eyes. You shut them as we fly, as we fly. Stark Hollow Town, Carson City lights. Five this week. It's vibes this week, yeah. as you can see. What was that on? I like um, it. Um, oh, it's euphoria? called Pony. It's I don't remember. I probably it does. It does give you euphoria though. Or that song. He his song was just on something. That's why I was like, I hate to say it, it's a season for him, but he's doing it. Go ahead, Orville Peck. Next song and final song is by Mary J. Blige from her upcoming album Good Morning Gorgeous that is releasing on February twenty. I don't know. It's coming out next month. <laughs> but the song is called Rent Money. It's her and Davies, Rent Money. This isn't the, this is roulette. I just want back what I put into this. And then I'll keep moving. All of my chips on the table. Cause I never got what I came for. Not even till I am stable. Everything on you, spend my energy on you, but that loyalty on you. I ain't got nothing left. I'm in over my head. Now I'm barely breathing. You know you're the reason, just trying to break even. You must be used to me spending. Look now, my rent money do. I spent everything fucking with you. Yeah. Wow. Dave, he's got a nasty ass verse on that motherfucker too. So y'all need dope. to listen to that. Yeah, those are my selections this it. week. Dope. Okay, vibes, vibes, vibes. Right, this is a good music, man. I've got just a few songs I'm going to play, and then I'm going to give it right back to you, Dustin. This first <laughs> artist I would like to play goes by the name of Guap Dad Four Thousand. This song is called "I Need Bands" because I need bands. Don't check on me, no, I made it back. 
Sorry, I love Guap Dad. Sold, I just love him. Sold, 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 sold. I just heard download. this this morning. It was on my um, add to library and download. <laughs> it was on my new release radar on yep. Spotify. And I, yep. I, every time Guap Dad come through, he come through with a little gem for me, and I receive it. Thank you so much, Guap Dad. <laughs> um, this the next song that I would like to play. I'm going to play a song, and it's the jam, and then I have a very random take afterwards, and then I'm just going to play the next song right afterwards, so just excuse me. This song is by mm-hmm. Amalu, and this song is called Talk Quiet. Oh, Amalu. Another day, another dawn. I'm trying to focus on my, my mind. I want it bad. We on the green list. You see this? No go the more. Are you sure you're going to be pleased for me when I'm no longer giving you my time? Are you sure you want to speak for me? That privilege saved for family ties. You're making a mess for me. You ain't finished that fast. Dreams through me. You went the night through you. Right back. Wanna see me with no mask, but I wore the spot. I ain't moved for night. When never sleeping, yes, I'm jolly on sight. And I get what I want. That little yeah. dip I get what I want. Like, that was like, so loving Amalu, so loving dope. them instincts on the tracks, loving the production on that. That production just mentally took me to a place. I pray for a remix yeah, or an extended version. <laughs> right. uh, I, pr- <laughs> I pray for a version or an extended version with Lil Sims on there because I just Price. love hearing Lil Sims because I don't hear enough of her. And I liked her last song, Woman. The video is phenomenal. We talked about her last uh, last year. Wow, I can't believe it's 2022 already. But um, I want more for Lil Sims and I also want more for Amalu. That's why I played her song. But it would be dope if they linked up. Last Man, thing Kelly I'm going to play. You know Kelly Price with a mango that beat. Last thing I'm going to play, Kelly, um, Price, Kelly, Kelly Price don't need no help, Luke. Um, no. <laughs> uh, AG Club, I don't know if you've heard of them. They have this song called Mr. Put It On. I, I have not heard of AG Club. This is the first song I'm hearing, and I fuck yeah, with I it. Heavy. So. so go off AG Club, Mr. Put It On. Me, I really rock. Coach shock. She say this is joint. Like her shoulder pop. Bitch, I pop. But this isn't pop. This ain't indie rock. She ain't specific as general, huh? But when you talk, I ain't hearing you. This nigga talk like an interlude. I'm a prefer you. It's a dope track. The production's crazy. The verses are hot. Uh, AG Club, Mr. Put It On. Those are my three songs. I'm over here vibing and jamming as per usual. It's been great listening to what you all listening to as well. And now I want to give it back to you, Dustin Ross. Please tell us what you've been watching. Women of the Movement on ABC and Hulu. Mm. 
It's the story of Mamie Till, who was Emmett Till's mama. Oh, and it tells what? from her perspective. Produced by Westbrook, which is Will Smith, and also Sean Corey Carter, which is Jay-Z. So, um, I totally watch it. missed the memo on this. Six I episodes. I anything about it. It's only wow. six episodes. Yeah. You said it's on Hulu? Hulu. Yep, go to Hulu. Women of the Movement. The lady that plays, the actor, I should say, that plays Mamie Till, Emmett Till's mama, is not Shar Jackson. Okay? <laughs> You're going to think it is because they I look can't. so much alike, but it is not Shar Jackson. She's actually a really accomplished <laughs> actress. She's dope. But she plays the hell out of Mamie Till. Every emotion you can think of is going to be stirred up in you. Um... And I believe that they're going to go to the Emmys because there were some performances mm. taking place in this thing. Okay? It is incredible. Watch Women of the Movement on Hulu. Please watch that. Um, also, what else have I been watching? Um, Jocelyn's Cabaret, uh, Vegas. <laughs> watch that on the <laughs> Zeus Network app. Um, y'all know it's no secret that I love fights. There was a fist fight in the first episode. <laughs> Speaking of fights, the one Mo Chance reunion, one Mo Chance at Love reunion, and I say Mo that way because it's spelled that way. It's one Mo Chance yep. at Mo Love season two reunion. Um, a bunch of faces and names that you probably won't be able to distinguish nor see ever again, but they will entertain you in the moment. And at this reunion, there is a, a level uh, ferocious fist fighting <laughs> that goes on that I have just there's a, a young lady named Roly Poly um, who right. literally is so quick on her feet and light on her feet and does a, a trifecta it was a triple pack of ass whipping that went on from the stage to the side of the stage to backstage and I was impressed at her um, stability and also her um, she just her wherewithal as a fighter. I just she's just a natural fighter. I'd never seen anything like it. Uh, so watch that, watch that. <laughs> but back to more important things. Women of the movement. That is my suggestion this week. Um, Candy Burris has a new uh, show coming on Bravo TV called Candy and the Gang, spinoff oh, series about her old lady gang restaurant and some of her family members and the relationships amongst the team there. There are there's sex, there's relationships, there's um, restaurant related issues work related issues romantic issues it's gonna be so damn good and the old lady gang is in full effect in this trailer giving us all the things that we love about them so make sure you check that out on bravo um uh what else what else what else what else what else whatever oh power ghost Ghost baby, oh, ghost, ghost, I ghost, ghost, ghost. I okay, saw well, that I ain't clip. gonna say too much, but Monet, I saw baby, that clip on Twitter. I'm like, okay, I gotta get back in. You gotta watch it. Monet hung somebody. Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought she couldn't get no meaner because hell, they've been shooting motherfuckers since episode one to season one of Power. So I'm over. Like the gunshots don't really affect me no more. But Monet went and had a conversation with somebody, and next thing you know. All you see is the, the toes hanging from the ceiling. Oh, my God. I said, God damn. When, just when I thought Monet could get no more vicious, she done hung somebody. <laughs> I didn't know they was doing that shit in the hood. Monet was in present day New York and hung a motherfucker. <laughs> That's a, insane. Only so, 50. Just watch that show, please, because it's so good. And that's all and I have euphoria. for TV Land. Oh, oh my euphoria. God. Don't even get me started on Euphoria. Euphoria, Ooh, euphoria so once again. Episode three, nonstop. Um, um, 
cine- the, the the cinematography alone is a reason to watch Euphoria. The Literally. writing. There's there's just there's so much, but and Zendaya once again she gonna be right back on that Emmy stage again next Mm -hmm. year because she's acting her ass off. Um, and also Storm Reed, shout out to Storm Reed who had her hair like T Boz last time I seen it. She had a she was doing an interview. (laughs) She had like a blonde coif short. You know what I'm saying? It was just like T Boz. But shout out to Storm Reed. Storm (laughs) Reed is acting her ass off this season on Euphoria too, because that scene between her and Rue, where she expressed her frustration with Rue doing Rue's like drug use or whatever, Mm -hmm. that was so powerful. And they just the way that they were playing off each other, their chemistry as sisters is incredible. You really think they're fucking sisters Mm -hmm. for real? So Euphoria, and that's it. Yep. And congratulations to Monique Samuels and her husband Chris Samuels on leading the cast of Love and Marriage DMV. The Love and Marriage Huntsville show we always watch. They get the DMV mm-hmm. spinoff led by a cast built around Monique and Chris Samuels. So Monique, oh, wow. they got a new show, y'all. Upgraded. So, yeah, so that's it. That's all I have are, to say. Are you watching Ladies Who List Atlanta? I have. I, I wasn't I watching it on purpose, banner. but it came up. And yeah, it's good. Same. Mm-hmm. Okay. That Robin lady was tripping. Yes. How you gonna get mad after you did her dirty and she don't want to work with you? And then the attitude she got once the girls expressed that they didn't want to work with her, I'm like, right. you. How you expect them to be down for your plan if you literally spazzing when they bring up some foul shit that you did? And then you go, this is why I don't want to work with women. What, baby? So I just, it's one of them, mm-hmm. friend. But I also okay. felt like them girls had a little bit too much gas for her when they was telling her the shit they was mad about. Play it cool, mama. She know what she did. You know she was wrong. She knows she was wrong. Either give her that 100% Tasmanian devil energy or take it to the playground. You understand what I'm saying? Because it, the two, it just didn't translate well. And if you watched the show, you know what I'm talking about. Thank you. That's it for TV Lane. I watched I watched the special on Jen Shaw. It was like a 2020 <laughs> special. Oh, uh, what was it? Was the, the, like, the Shaw what? set up and, and it was something. I forgot what the title was. You it had me like that? that girl. It had me like that girl. What? <laughs> it always comes what? back to that all-time favorite right there. Thank you for that. Jenga. And this woman is still on TV. I mean, they have the old people crying. I just. Look, you, you should have seen what? the one that they did for Erica Jane. Meanwhile, the way that they rolling Jen on her season, they didn't even give Erica Jane half of that because they was all scared of her ass. But Erica Jane's was just as bad when they showed the victims that her husband got. So Who is she? She's a from. She's from. She's on Beverly, Beverly Hills. Hills. Oh, okay, okay. So Man, hers came. Hers came mess. first because her scandal came out first, and so she had the Hulu special, and now it's is now oh, Jen. Oh, she's the turn. one that her husband was like took the okay, money from okay. the, the victims. See, Please I didn't, I didn't find that. I'm going to look for that. It's funny because I'm won't. i not interested in the actual shows, but I'm fascinated that they're doing this to keep looking bankrolled. It's like, That girl. one's called The Housewife and the Hustler. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could remember I'm what Jens is called because Jens is called something ridiculous too. It like. is, and I can't remember what it, what it. I can't remember it, but I can see her face on it, though. I can tell you that. Um, okay, well, thank you. That's it for this week's episode. And, and, and you know what? I ain't even gonna episode. say nothing. I'm sorry, friend. One thing I ain't even gonna say <laughs> nothing about Jenny. I ain't gonna say nothing about Jenny Nguyen from uh, 
from Real Housewives of Salt Lake City. I never oh, did Lord. like her wooden tooth, uh, corn kernel <laughs> tooth having mouth ass from the moment I met her with that puppet <laughs> mouth. Every time you seen her, it looked like she had a wooden jaw and so it was sitting, <laughs> she was sitting on somebody's lap. Every time you seen her. I can't fucking stand her. I never could. And I knew she was a dirty, low-down bastard. And and these racist <laughs> ass posts that was not deleted and wasn't not from no damn years and years ago. Bitch, you dirty ass bitch. You was just uh -oh. posting that shit during uh -oh. um, the George Floyd thing, and that's why they fired your ass and made issued a public statement. Kudos to Bravo for doing the right thing. I love Bravo Television, and they are not perfect. They are not perfect by far, but they handled that right by throwing her ass up out of the door because she don't deserve to be seen on television because she shouldn't uh -oh. have been there in the first damn place. And that's why she looked a fool at that reunion with them big, thick-ass, cinder-black-ass shoes on <laughs> up underneath that dress. I can't stand her. She needs to discipline her cheering because her daughter's out of control and, and good riddance. And that's it, friend. Fuck Jenny. And that's it. And on that note, <laughs> we love you guys so much. Thank you for listening. We're so happy to be back. And we will catch you guys next week. Don't forget... Patreon, click that link. Yes, we'll be on StreamYard later today, That's 5 right. p.m. PST, 8 p.m. EST. We'll see you there. Asante, take us away. Until then, stay black and protect your magic. <laughs> Bye.